This is Good Morning NoCo with Brian Carey and Tanner Schwint on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. All right, we're calling an audible. I've called. I've come to the line and said, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. And I jumped off sides. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Tony for the Chiefs. That's me. Bad. Nice. They, they cut him, by the way. They did. Kadarius Tony is not coming back for the Kansas City Chiefs next year. Um, so we've got uh, Havla's going to join us. She's had some court stuff come up real quick. She's going to join us a little bit later on for Wine at Nine. Figured let's just make a quick audible. My decision. Don't be mad at Havla. Uh, you can be mad at me, uh, Brian. I'm looking at you. What uh, I, why would I be upset about anything? I don't know what we were saying I, during the break. Cool don't move my right cheese, now. I think, was something along those lines. That is true. Yeah. Cody Wilson, it's Denver Front Range Weather Meteorologist here <laughs> in the Aloe Fiber Studios. That's Cody, uh, Tuesday was a uh, a mess, just like we had talked about on, on Monday morning. Uh, that squall came through here wow. and came through yeah. a lot of places. I picked it. I mean, if this cold was going to smack me around, Tuesday was a good day for me to stay because even talking with my father and my brother, uh, obviously my dad's been driving truck for years. He's like, that, those, that was one of the worst set of roads. He was going to Wiggins. So he drove in that squall the whole way to Wiggins, then went out to Woodrow, and that squall hit him there, too. My brother was driving out to Kansas and came back in. That squall hit him on the way back. The roads were horrible Tuesday. Uh, it seems like we're seeing more and more of these squalls. Am I wrong? Uh, I was the first one I saw this year. So th- <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of those comments on my page, this, the snare squirrel warnings. People didn't even know those existed. This has been a National Weather Service product, winter weather product they've been issuing for several years so now. The first warning that I had seen yeah. uh, was during the show that morning. Tanner was out. I think, yeah. He, yeah. yeah, he was sick that morning. And and an actual weather alert saying snow, yeah. squall warning. Yeah, yeah. And, and that I hadn't seen that they're, specific before. They're, they're not issued very often. Um you just keep doing anything, Cody. This uh, is not for you. Just keep doing anything. They're not issued very often. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, snare squirrels. Um, they they've been happening for a long, long time. But now that we've now that we it's got a name and we've got warnings for it, people are becoming much more aware of their existence. But snow squalls have been happening for a long, long time, and and they're the kind of showers that behave like thunderstorms but instead of rain and hail you're getting intense snowfall rain now that makes sense described like that yeah yeah and so you know this particular squall i i don't recall having any thunder and lightning with it but the intense two plus inch per hour snowfall rates and they're incredibly dangerous to drive into and that's why the national weather service issues warnings with them because anybody that gets caught in it um as the Denver Metro experienced with this yeah. squall. It, the cars, they disappear. You can't see them. And then when the sun peeks back through on the other side, everybody's in the ditch or upside down because they literally can't see the brake lights in front of them because the visibility is near zero. What What is it that changes a regular snowstorm to one that brings us potential of these snow squalls. It's the same thing that happened to us when we got 13 inches of snow in eight hours. It's called convection. So that's what we look for with thunderstorm development. Very violent rising air. That's what we need to condense uh, uh, moisture into clouds and form precipitation. Okay. 
The same principle happens with any kind of precipitation, but in particular, when we have a lot of cold air aloft and we steepen those lapse rates, it's the rate at which temperature cools with height, you make the air at the ground very buoyant. And so on the day where we got a lot of that snow in Greeley, we had violently rising air similar to what we would see with thunderstorms in the springtime. Same concept happened along the cold front as it blew through. A lot of violently rising motion, rising air along the front. We developed a snow squall. It was very convective in nature, and that explains the two-plus inches per hour snowfall rates that we saw. And thankfully, it only lasted about an hour. Yeah, for sure. And that was something that uh, after—I don't know why this sticks in my head, but after my uh, college graduation, I was driving home and ran square into one of these snow squalls. Um, I mean, it was just brutal. Scary as hell, isn't it? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Brady Hull was following me and and to, to the party afterwards. And it just starts dumping, and we didn't know it was a squall or whatever. He said uh, he decided that he was just going to head back, you know, to his house. And he's like, "I got to Eaton." We were in Gilton when it hit. He goes, "I got to Eaton ten miles the other way, not even ten miles, and it's gone." Yep. And and these squalls, I, I appreciate the moisture that they bring, and I appreciate how quickly they get the hell out of here. Like this winter has been perfect from from a rancher side of thing. I'm not a rancher, but from somebody who owns cattle that uh, come in, get the moisture, get the hell out of here. And that's what we've seen this winter, and now we're getting into the 60s again. I'm buying all the way into fall spring number two, I believe, that we're on, two or three that we're on. Uh, Somewhere at six or under. Okay, <laughs> right, right around yeah. there. But codes, uh, what are we expecting weather-wise uh, this weekend? Are we going to stay in the 50s and 60s? My least favorite topic, fire weather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're going to see the wind continue in Wyoming in the notoriously blowy spots. It's going to ramp up in the foothills and on the Continental Divide because of a mountain wave. And then ahead of a storm system that moves in on Sunday, that wind is going to become widespread on Saturday. We're talking 20 to 30 mile per hour sustained winds out of the southwest with gusts between 40 and 50 miles per hour. Yuck. So that's going to affect 60s and 70s into the state and with relative humidity in some spots dipping below 10%, Colorado's just going to be a tinderbox on Saturday, and I freaking hate it because all it takes is one dum-dum and we're off to the races. So if you're listening to this Saturday, just put yourself in a bubble. Um, maybe douse yourself in a fire extinguisher. Don't wear corduroys. Don't in the wear corduroys. If you're over two fifty. Yeah. Put gold bond on them thighs. <laughs> no don't, sparks. Don't wear wool, wool socks. Don't drink Fireball. <laughs> don't watch. What? I know. I know. Okay. It's for the greater good, bro. <laughs> I understand. Just don't be an idiot. Is that wind going to be hitting here in northern Colorado? Yeah, I don't think it'll be as bad here in the wind sheltered portions of the South Platte River. I think we will get gusty winds at time, but not the sustained. Garbage. Will that start today, or is today going to no, be No, okay? today is going to be relatively tranquil. We may see a few gusts of wind today. I'm not particularly worried about today. Okay. My main concern is Saturday. Today is patio beer weather. Yep. Uh, I mean, I love it. I, I love it. Yep. Um, is that at 10? No. 10 on 1. 10 okay. on 1. Yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. I like the way you think, Cody. Um, what are we seeing? Is this because you, you previewed this on Monday when, when Brian was out? Uh, you previewed that uh, we could see an active weather pattern mm-hmm. starting next week. What yep. are you seeing? Yep. So 
this wind we're getting on Saturday is a precursor to a cold front. I think is going to come through sometime on Sunday. Uh, the mountains are under a winter storm watch from the National Weather Service. Uh, one to two feet of snow could fall at and above pass level through Monday, which is great news for the reservoirs and our ski resorts. I think spring skiing is going to be awesome this year. This is part of an amplified weather pattern that's going to dump, get this, up to 12 feet of snow in the Sierra Mountains in California above 7,000 feet. I was Holy reading that cow. this morning. Wow. I was reading that. 12 feet of snow over yeah. there. Um, so, okay, this might be a stupid question, but when we see a weather pattern like this come uh, come across California and yeah. it's going to hit us, does it weaken in strength as it gets, like as it tries to cross over our mounds? How, how does that work, I There's guess? There's so many factors, but generally when storms come directly out of the Pacific, they don't like dip into the desert southwest when they're when they're more of a zonal type pattern mm. think about all the mountain ranges that that storm has to pass through before it gets to us so yes in many cases uh the sierra mountains the the rugged terrain the 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 wasatch range in utah yeah. and the rockies absorbs a lot of this energy and so by the time it gets to us we get the downsloping winds in the 60s, and you go 20 minutes into the foothills, and it's a blizzard in places like Idaho Springs and Georgetown. Yeah. Um, I think this cold front on Sunday could bring us some rain and snow showers. I'm not seeing anything significant yet, okay. but I'll outline the scenarios as we get closer. And then I think um, we're going to see a more active southern branch of the jet stream next week. So there's going to be a couple of opportunities for some pretty wet storms. Uh, to bring moisture to the state of Colorado and exactly what form it's in, not sure yet. But if you have friends and family or any interests that take you across the Sierra Mountains, you just don't do it. Yeah. Don't. Well, it's, uh, it's officially March as of today. Yeah. Uh, so uh, are we expecting now, uh, my mind goes to, okay, we're probably done with the frigid cold, the the zeros, the negatives. Now it's just going to be those big, wet, heavy snowfalls. Yep. Are, have we shifted into that, Cody? Yeah, the, the 30 to 50 degree roller coaster temperature cycles yep. for the next couple of months. Spring sport weather. Spring sport weather. Oh, yeah. yep. right yep. Anybody corner. that's been here long enough in Colorado understands exactly what that is. That's all I have to tell you. Just expect spring Colorado weather for the next three months. One quick question uh, before we go to break. I know we've got to do that soon. Um, you always heard, growing up, Julius Caesar, the Ides of March. Beware mm-hmm. the Ides of March. My wife's birthday is March 9th. Our anniversary is March 14th. More often than not, when we've planned something around our anniversary on the 15th of March, there's a reason they say beware of it. And I think it was a meteorologist who threw that out there. But is that not about the ripest time for a potential storm in Colorado? March 15th to April 15th. Is it? That, right right that, there, that, that, that is the absolute prime time kablamo is March 15th <laughs> to April 15th. Yeah. PTK, Yo, prime yeah, time baby. kablamo. Okay, let's go, baby. Come okay. on. Come on. You already know, Brian. Yeah, I do. Know. I love it. All right, 916 the time. <laughs> let's get a quick break. I'm going to try and manage this clock uh, so that we've got plenty of time for wine at 930, it looks like, uh, today. So I'm thirsty. We're going we're gonna to be getting into that. I want to talk to you about a conference that you were at uh, over, yeah. uh, over this week, so I want to dive cool. into that little bit um whoever the texter is from the 970 uh that sent in that text uh, uh 970 i can't the, the, the no, last of the, no. no i'm not reading it but 0405 uh you that la- that number had us liar. dying you're laughing a you're a liar yeah. but 
We enjoyed it. You sinner. We do enjoy texts still that we can't read on air, but please say at some point, not for air. Uh, all right, send that in there, but that was funny. We were talking about, we'll come back and talk uh, with Cody as well about what's the dumbest way he's injured himself. We'll talk about oh, that. Boy. Our Happy Life Garden Spoil question next on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 to 1310 KFK. 922 the time. Happy Life Gardens poll question. What's the dumbest way you've injured yourself? Oh, Lord. Natasha said, tripped over a computer cord, tore a ligament in my knee and cracked my kneecap. Ended up having to have knee surgery. Fun for all the co-workers who saw it. Yes. I like Bob said, a bowling injury. Pulled a butt muscle. Couldn't hardly walk for a few days. I've done that a number of times. <laughs> uh, Doug said, turned my head to sneeze and dislocated C3 and C4. <laughs> That's that, pretty good. Talent. Michelle said, I fell up the stairs and broke my wrist. Ended up requiring surgery. Disclaimer, no ice or snow was involved. Uh, Mike said, skiing and mountain biking like I'm 19 years old when I'm really three times that age. Julie said, I had a major brain fart and strained my brain. I see this one. All because I couldn't figure out why an unplugged nightlight with a new light bulb wouldn't work. Can't figure that out. Probably uh, something to do there. Sport texting in. I've never really experienced a serious injury, but having said that, I'm now worried I'm going to fall off the roof today. Any suggestions? Don't go on the roof. roof. I've got a better suggestion. All along the roof, just go go to the store, buy like 12 trampolines, get them all along the, the roof. Then if you fall off the roof, you land on the trampoline, you'll be fine. That seem, mine's more plausible than your guys'. Uh, is your name Wiley Coyote? Yes. Okay, because yeah. that's yeah, that's just hit the Acme website and you'll get everything you need to pull this Sounds off. Sounds kind of fun though. Sport. You... I like the and the other idea that I usually do is send your wife. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good idea. Uh, Holly says it was a uh, a cold and snowy night in January. Taking the dog out to pee, was in a hurry and tripped on the top step. Tried to catch myself with my right arm on the brick wall. Instead, broke my wrist and said right arm. Twelve screws and a plate later. So much to be said for stupid. Uh, let's Nobody see. else injured their arm trying to button their tight jeans. No, I that think was, that was the only one. Who I did think that. that was just you. Remember mm. the ones you had to lay down on the bed and try to. Hate that. Okay. Deb said, tried to stretch my back on an exercise ball. The ball shot out from under me, (laughs) and I hit my head on the base of the dresser. I sprained my neck and got a concussion. (laughs) Understandable. That's funny. That is, that's, that's a good one. Charles said, stepped on a nail and pierced my foot. Not one, not two, but three times he stepped on a nail. Maybe look where you're going. Charles. I've known you for a long time and questioned many things about you, mm-hmm. and those questions are even more pertinent now. Yes. Uh, please answer them. What is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> Shauna said, first and only time I ever had stitches, it was raining, and I was running out of my car and trying to get into it as quickly as possible to avoid the rain, but did not move my face away from the door quick enough. The corner of my door hit the bridge of my nose and split it open. Ten stitches later and a minor scar, LOL. One last one from me. Uh, Evil Knievel was one of my heroes when I was a kid, so I attempted to impress all the people on the playground, and I was going to Evil Knievel over the swing set. 
and uh, put up a huge board uh, up, and I was going to ride up the board and just fly right over the swing set. Well, as I'm riding up the board, of course, the board slips, falls down. I go tumbling and busted my leg. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Well, what about you, Cody? Have you ever injured yourself in a dumb way that's FCC appropriate? No uh, significant injuries, but I still have evidence of both. Um, when I was in college, um, after having way too many handshakes with Jack, um, <laughs> decided that I was going to sled down carpeted stairs nice. on yeah. my forearms. Yeah. And got you some still pretty, got some... Still got... That was like 12 years ago, and I still, still got the scars. carpet burns. The other one's on my lip. As I was flying back from Monterey, I stood up to get my headphones from the overhead bin, and we hit a mountain wave, and I head-butted the, the latch. So on you've the got a recent bin. one. So I've got a recent one right here on my lip. Yeah. You're an idiot. You're an, an idiot. idiot. 926 yeah. the time. You're listening to Good Morning NoCo. <laughs> All right, coming up in the next segment, Wine at 930 today, presented by Hilltop Beverage. Uh, located over uh, on, t- on the top of the hill on Crossroads and Kenny Road 17, just east of the roundabout. They've got their Whiskey Club rolling now. Uh, to be a part of that, uh, email whiskeyclub at hilltopbev.com. Uh, they've got a wine club as well, wineclub at hilltopbev.com. They get allocated bottles of whiskey, and I'm very sad uh, because uh, a couple of we got I got two bottles of the Eagle Rare 10. One of them's getting some damage done to it. I noticed um, that. Yeah, did you? Yeah, uh, yeah it, it is. And uh, I know that once it's gone, it's gone. But uh, we're going to dive in. We've got Dopio Paso. We've got a Cecilia uh, wine uh, from Italy that we're going to talk about on the other side. Cecilia? Cecilia. That's mm. correct. We're going to dive in. I've got a little bit of a backstory on it. Hmm. Uh, we'll have that next, but first, bottom of the hour, News and Weather Center. Great. I could use a drink. Feels like a 1470 Burgundy. Not a good year. All right, all right. Pour the wine and cut the cheese. I don't want you to get drunk, but uh, that's a very fine Chardonnay. You're not drinking. I'm pleased you appreciate good wine. Have another glass. Innkeeper, more wine. We are all out of wine. I made a discovery over the weekend, by the way. Wine at 934 now, presented by Hilltop Beverage. Uh, I made a discovery. Uh, I watched uh, Ratatouille over the weekend. I know, I know. Watched a child's film with my wife. She picked it, watched it. It was great. It's classic. I didn't realize that uh, We Are All Out of Wine comes from Ratatouille that Angel pulled out of there. I'm like, I've heard that before. What is that? That's in the Wine at Nine segment. It's very good. Welcome in. I'm Tanner Schwent, Brian Gary, my co-host. Cody Wilson, of course, Denver Front Range Weather Meteorologist. And uh, one of the hardest working ladies. Can we give a round of applause for Havla with Bruno Lily LeClaire? That was unexpected. You have, I've been following along. (laughs) on social media. I've been trying not to bother you. I've texted you a couple times. Now, once I saw the purple shoes, I backed off. Yeah, you you knew. (laughs) You know what? Another defense attorney texted me and he said, hey, I'm going to call you, hold on, I'm going to call you Rex Ryan from now on. And I'm like, I have no idea what that means, but I bet the boys know what that means. I'm going to consult my attorney. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so... Rex all, Ryan has a foot fetish. I know. He's like, okay. why do you keep posting your feet on Facebook? I'm like, can you read the caption? Yeah. It's because I'm awesome. Yeah. yeah. Rex, <laughs> Rex Ryan has a foot fetish. Uh Yeah, we can talk about this more off the air um, because I've got thoughts. Uh, But uh, today we are trying a Dopio Paso Cecilia wine. Okay, 
What does Dopio Paso mean? It is you know, the Tanner? name of the winery. Ah, Brian. It's okay. Dopio Paso. We have had a Dopio Paso before. I thought so. It sounded familiar. But we have not had a Sicilian wine yet. Yeah. Uh, this is the Griot uh, wine. Uh, and according it's a what? Uh, Griot uh, wine. Uh, and according. So Kevin McFarlane's gone, so I'm doing my best to so knock it off. I'm sorry, right. but I have questions. <laughs> so the, More so than usual. <laughs> website. <laughs> says that the search for the perfect Dopio Paso white wine ended in Sicily, the land of the sun, which is blessed with a Mediterranean climate along the coast while the inland areas have moderately cold winters and hot summers. It is here that uh, selected vineyards provide the grapes needed for the perfect summertime Dopio Paso. So it's perfect with what the weather's doing right now to be having this. This is a very light wine that we're going to have. It's a, it's a, got a beautiful color on it. The wine is impressively fresh and fruity with balanced aromas of yellow fruits and citrus notes. What are you guys getting out of the nose over Banana. there? Banana. Very strong yeah, nose. Banana. You said yellow fruits. Isn't that like the only one? Pears. Lemons? I get pears on the nose right away. Lemons. Lemons heating. That's I'm to tell you, sure. I smell wine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. That sounds that, correct. That, that checks out. Uh, yeah, that checks actually, out. Actually, just one thing, not that it means anything, because I hated myself last night when I poured myself a glass of wine instead of a beer. Mm, and uh, I thought, I don't even man. know you anymore, Brian. <laughs> I was really mad I didn't but have I'm, any wine. I, I'm noticing that these legs last a long time. I mean, which I was not expecting for what seems like it's going to be a light, clean kind of wine that yeah. goes against it. seems more leggy than what I've seen in our whites before. Legs for days on this wine. Indeed. Indeed. For sure. Thoughts on the legs of this wine, Havala? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> okay, what is your... Are you a wine drinker? I do drink wine. Okay, what type of wine do you buy? I mean, is uh, it just like the black box? You got a box of wine in your fridge? I have lots of bottles, but because my husband doesn't really drink wine, right. I do have the... Uh, uh, we're not shaming. We've had black box on I, here before. I have the box. Yeah. Sure. Boda. I go Boda. Okay, Boda. Okay. that Those boxes, uh, there's three bottles of wine in a box of wine. So it's, it's the almost value whole day. It is almost a whole day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to comment on how quickly I go through that. Yeah, no, you're, you're you're a lawyer. You know, you know when not to talk and when to talk. <laughs> so the legs, Hopla, I feel so educated right now. Okay. I'll just let yes, you go. Kind of feel you're on a roll, bougie, right now. So you swirl it. So go ahead and grab your cup. Grab your cup or tea glass, I should say. Yeah. Swirl the wine, oh. and then do you see where it's at at the top? If it sticks there. That means it's got legs. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't have any legs. Oh. Does that okay. make sense? You yeah. see the legs for days now the, on this one? I see the line. There you go. <laughs> that's that's all it is. Okay. All it right. Just got sounds it. a lot fancier uh, than that. You guys are having your first sips over there? What are you? That's uh, my third sip, Tanner. Okay. What are you what are you getting there, Bray? Drunk. Nope. Yep. Not no, that. no, not, <laughs> not that. Kidding. No, um it is a lot less intense. Intensely flavored than I expected, which I'm liking because there's nothing overpowering about this. It's got a nice 
light kind of yeah. flavor that that feels really clean. And you mentioned, I think that this was this was made for a summertime kind of vibe, yes. mm-hmm. and you definitely get a warm weather summertime kind of vibe yeah. out of out of what I'm tasting. Yeah, indeed, it's not dry. It's very tart, especially on the side of your tongue. Yes. So I would definitely sip this on the patio in the summertime. But I'm more inclined to pair this with something. What would like you? Poultry, I'm more, fish. You think so? Funny you guys should ask that. This. Okay. Yeah. Funny you should ask. Okay. I did not bring anything in to pair it with this. That's you didn't Kevin's bring job. any grilled tilapia, Dare which you. I think would be nice with this. Shellfish. You think shellfish uh, would be great with this? Uh, just appetizers and snacks, keeping with that light trend. And then vegetarians. Eating a good vegetarian would be great. Oh, yeah, this would go good with a vegetarian. With your hummus, yes, right? that's it. <laughs> yeah, hummus would be another really good pairing. I have not eaten a vegetarian for so long. So long. Yeah, it would be. Proud of you. No, it would go well with that. No, so I don't know. Rio. What, there's nothing that goes well with a vegetarian diet. <laughs> No, there's not. No. Uh, I'm glad you had a diet to the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) The griot, uh, which is is the name of it, it's also the grapes uh, that come out of this. So there's a lot of wines that use the griot grapes for this, a red, white wine as well. But this region is where you get the griot grapes. So if you see anything with griot on it, it's coming out of Sicily, uh, Italy. Interesting. I thought so. Now, this was called what, though? What's the other word? It, uh, it's Dopio Paso, but it's what? Grio Sicily. Uh, Grio Sicilia. Excuse me. Sicilia. It's 12.5% alcohol. Have you tried it yet, Havala? So the island of Sicily, not Italy, Sicily. That's awesome. Yes. Have you been there? No. Have you gone to any of these wine countries? Because you do a lot of traveling. I mean, yeah, so I was we're in, getting more and more into this. Yeah, so I was Have in you? Monterey last week doing a wine trip, and I'm actually either later this fall or next year, actually going to Italy um, to do some wine tasting. And even in Andalusia, south of Spain, they've got some wineries out there that are on my list, too. That's cool. Have you <laughs> gone to any, Havala? To wineries? Any wineries and, 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 and gotten the fresh, you know, right there kind of taste? We went to one in, in I think it was in North Dakota. Oh. North Dakota, South Dakota. I, I can't remember which one. That's <laughs> right where the, now. That's where the tattoo girl wines come out of. As, as You're uh, right. Kevin was telling You're us. You're right. Yeah. That's the only one I went to, and it was really fun. Like we would love to go again. I haven't gone again though. Yeah, I've never been to one. I think it would be a really cool vacation. It is. You know, fun. Yeah, just no doubt. just a nice time. All right, let's talk about this wine because. Um, <laughs> You I had an interesting look on your face. I hate it. I've had the three drinks, and it's I because did you not didn't bring anything in to pair it with this. Like that I have grilled some tilapia. I have pumpkin spice almonds on my desk. Those oh. would not pair well. Well, almonds. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, if you're trying to get the taste, what are you thinking over there, Havala? I'm thinking no. You think thank a, you a no on the wine? Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's it's it's. It doesn't have an identity. As weird as that sounds, it's not. Flavorful. It's not, you know, really acidic. It's not really sweet. It's just kind of there. It tastes old. That's a pretty good way of putting it Mm. as well. You know that might because I'm trying to figure out what I'm getting different notes. Mm Yeah, you know, as we've gone on here, and you know, I've nearly finished part part of this glass. And again, they're small glasses. We're not tipping them in here big time, but just to get a taste. And I I usually uh, about at this point, the palate changes a bit. Yeah. Yep. And it has a little bit, but I don't think for the better. Uh, this was one that I liked better on the first couple sips than I have as it yeah. sat. Where are you at on well, it, I will, I will tell you this, having spent 
a weekend in the Carmel Valley outside of Monterey doing wine tastings, any wine tasting you do at a vineyard, they always start the list with whites. They do. Because it's lighter, it's actually, it opens up your palate more, and then you get into the deeper reds, the the cab salves, the merlots, the pinot noirs, and then from the pinot noirs, you get your ports, which are really sweet. Some of them even have the texture of syrup, mm-hmm. and I love port wines, especially if you pair them with, with beef. Mm. Um, and pork, oh my gosh, it's so good. But any wine tasting, you will start with whites. Because they're pretty tart, but it does open up your palate a lot. Well, so how what do you, you think... follow a red with a white? Yeah, you can't. You can't. You know? you can't. Yeah. It'll destroy it's a, your palate. It's the same way with craft beer. You start with the oh, you start with the wheats, the ambers, and the New Yorker yep. way to your porters and your stouts. Yep. I the old comment is sticking in my head that you made, Havala, because it, it is it, it's like leather like wet leather like sweaty wet leather is like i'm thinking of is like that a, listed on the bottle yeah yeah it is <laughs> it, it, it is sweaty wet leather i'm thinking of, of like a saddle balls honestly i'm thinking of like a saddle that's what that's what i'm getting out of this it's just a saddle a saddle yes it's like, like that saddle i don't know man it's well the interesting thing about it is you've had that or at least I've experienced that type of flavor before, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have at least the alcoholic kick, kind of the burn yeah. on the back of your throat. That, so it doesn't have that piece. So that's good. You, that's a really good point because it's something that we usually bring up is that burn, mm-hmm. uh, which usually hits us at first with the higher alcohol. What's the volume on this? Does it 12. say? 12.5, 12.5%. Because there is none of that. That's when I said it tasted clean and there was something. It's because I didn't get that alcohol burn. You're well, right on, on And that. they boast about the, the boldness, the bold flavors in this. I'm not getting I'm not any bold that. flavors in this. Are you guys? I'm not. Not really. It's just super tart, and it makes it makes it leaves something to be desired, which is why I wish we had something to pair this with, because I, I wouldn't just drink this by itself. I think what I'm finding more and more is I am just so much more partial to a red Reds. wine. Yep. That's yeah, white. And I think that's where that's where the bias. For those who really enjoy a white, they might, you know, they might really be all over this. Uh, I'll just say right now before we even give a rating, not not the best wine I've had, but it's certainly not the worst, worst that I've uh, that I've done yep. either. Yep. Are you more of a red or a white wine gal, Havla? More white. I what? I definitely started off like in my drinking career as a red <laughs> wine drinker. Yes. But, yeah, no, uh, I I've kind I was, of yeah. moved over to white. I I also don't really get the hangovers with white wine. Nice. Like ah, I that's do with crucial. Red. Um, but you know what? If you gave me a plate of cheese with this, I would drink it. Yeah. Well, especially after the couple of weeks that you've had, I'm yeah, sure. I, I You're fine with cheese. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a cube of uh, sharp white cheddar in the fridge right now. Well, what is it doing in the fridge? Mm-hmm. Sitting there. Sliced up. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm really. Because I, I, the more of this that I'm getting. The, the less sucky it is, to be completely honest. In Most alcohol is. <laughs> true. That is true. I mean, seriously. It's designed that That's way. It certainly is. Now, your first two tastes might not be great, but on your third glass, this is going to be like... This is why I started my... Pleasant experience. My drinking career, as Havala is going, <laughs> with no beer but angry orchards, because there's nothing... It's like apple juice with, uh, uh, with alcohol Spicy. in it. Most yeah. of us started with whatever we could take from our our parents Back and that was blackberry days, brandy. Coolers. <laughs> I was saying, <laughs> or whatever we James. could afford. Yeah. 
Bartles and what? Bartles and James. They were the uh, big wine cooler guys at first. You know what? You Ed know what Bartles and or Ed James and somebody Bartles. It was the two guys, and they'd say, we're Bartles and James. Everybody in my generation has had some wine coolers. That's that Those was our were introduction. Big, or Carlos Rossi. That was another. Yeah. The big glass jugs. Yep. For like, Zima. Yes. <laughs> Zima. Yes. I remember Those Zima make- well. That's. They make it now. It's White Claw. Well, yeah. th- but those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm putting my foot down. 100. The line. I get it. It is. I don't right. disagree, but I want to be very clear. We're not bashing Zimas, are we? Miss <laughs> Lawyer. Don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> no, I know when to Don't be quiet. Don't talk to the jocks. <laughs> As everybody indicated, I know when to be quiet. Dude, what is wrong with a Zima or a White Claw? Golf so course? many things. Dude, golf course? White come claws are fine. Zima's not. Zima made a push to come back and be relevant like three years ago. Do you guys remember that? Like they were even running some ads. And I bought a Zima because my dad was like, yeah, nobody. I mean, that was around, but nobody drank that. That was Crystal was, Pepsi were big. I know. I was just going to say, yeah. did yeah. Crystal Pepsi do the same thing? Yeah. But it, it, I, okay, I don't want to bash on Zima, so let's not do that. But okay, so we score this. Out of zero to five corks, it is a it, it is a screw off cap, so you don't have to worry about corks. But how many bottles are you opening of this? How many corks are you opening of Dobio Paso, the Grio Sicilia, uh, the Italian white wine here? Uh, what are we thinking, uh, Brian? Go ahead. I'll start. I'll start. Um, I'm not a big fan of the nose. Uh, not a huge fan of the taste. I miss the burn. Uh, so this is. This is, it's a two. Not a huge fan of this, but I, I'm learning maybe that is because I'm just not huge on the white. Uh, but but I'm going to go with the two on this. It, it not not bad, but certainly not at the top of my list. Cody? Yeah, this is a, a 2.7 yeah. out of five for me. Um, you know, if this was the only option on the wine rack... Well, sure. I wouldn't. After turn a stressful it down. day, I certainly wouldn't turn it down. Yeah, Dude, I drink a PBR after a stressful day. I mean, that's not. I don't know if that's a resounding two seven because you're saying this is an above average wine. To each his own. Are you sir. saying that this is an above average wine? It's two point seven corks out of five for me. Okay. Hob, <laughs> um, where are you going? <laughs> I was gonna say between two and three, so I guess mm. two point five. Okay, so you're just saying this is an Middle average of the wine. Road. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, because at the end of the day, like, if I had this. Uh, as a side to a meal or an appetizer, I would drink it. It'd be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what to do with this wine, to be completely honest with you. I'd pour it in a glass. Yeah. <laughs> drink it straight from the or bottle. straight out of the bottle. Who yeah, cares? I, I really don't because, like I said, it's, it's not horrible. It's not great, but it's... I'm just going to give it a two. I'm just going to go with like my parents when they describe their kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a two. They don't give names. They just give ratings. Uh, they're not horrible, but they're not great. <laughs> Flat out two <laughs> for me. Sweet. It's not a sweet white wine. It's a very dry white wine as it well. It is pretty dry. For it to boast about how bold it is, I think it's that's fake news. Um, but hey, don't trust us. Go try it yourself at Hilltop Beverage. Well, absolutely. This could be the wine you love. Bruce yeah. Dick could come in here and say, "Oh, we love that." I'm sure he. I'm sure he will too. Yeah. Dopio Paso, the Grio. Right now, by the way, it's on sale over at Hilltop Beverage. Twelve ninety nine. So uh, twelve ninety nine. Mm. 
and let's be honest, I would buy this for twelve ninety nine. Uh, yeah. This would be this would be just fine. Well, again, yeah, I'm not going to not let it in my house. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. All right, there you go. There's our Hilltop Beverage wine at nine. Go by and uh, say thanks to Hilltop Beverage. Be a part of their whiskey club or their wine club as well. Uh, Havala, while we have you just for a couple of minutes, we're gonna, hopefully getting back on track with having you in every Thursday morning uh, starting next week. But you have been very busy with trials left and right. Uh, you're crushing it, girl. I mean, honestly, super proud to see the results and really prove what Brian and I have been saying for year for a couple of years now is that you are the uh, the, the best uh, defense uh, attorney in northern Colorado. How are you hanging in there after two trials in a couple of weeks? I'm exhausted. I do not want to be working today, but I have some stuff that I got to get done and then tomorrow I'm just going to sleep. Good. You've deserved <laughs> Congratulations that. You on deserve that. that. Absolutely. No, great work by you. Uh, BLL.legal. That's BLL.legal. Hopefully we'll get caught up with you and Andy next week. But uh, thanks so much for coming in and enjoying, uh, enjoying a sip of wine with us. Yes, thank you. I needed it. Yes, Absolutely. of course. All right, 9.53 the time. We'll come back. Uh, Bruce Dick's going to join us on the other side. We are A1 Organics Game of the Week, one thirty this afternoon. Windsor, Lewis Palmer, grade 8. Let's break it down with Coach Bruce Dick next. the time. Been a fun show today. Um, If you haven't went back and listened, check it out. Mike Rice joined us at 6.35 this morning. Boy, he was fired up about the UNC game last night uh, with the officiating. Terrible. Seeing a lot of Mountain West fans. Brian, I shared the link to the uh, the, uh, uh, interview on X. Seeing a lot of Mountain West fans, a lot of Pac-12 fans starting to comment and saying, these are the same... They're noticing that too. That are doing our games as well, ah. and so there's there's a lot of people taking notice. Good for Mike Rice. I mean, Mike Rice even came out and said the conference has to do something if they want to save any credibility with these calls that happened last night. Go back six thirty five. You can find it on Apple Podcasts if you've got an iPhone. It's on your phone already. Just go and search up uh, Good Morning NoCo or go to thirteen ten KFK dot com if you're on X at Tanner Schwint there as well. Coach Bruce Dick joining us uh, in the studio. Who knows a thing or two about bad. Uh, officials uh, joining us. But, uh, Coach, you were down at uh, the Coliseum yesterday. Great show uh, yesterday. Uh, and uh, you've got another really good one lined up today, my friend. Oh, absolutely. The 6A basketball, boys and girls, was fantastic. I mean, just so much talent on, on the floor. And, and some people would call some of the games upsets. They re- I'm not sure they were upsets. You were talking about Fruit of Monument, who... who Probably should have lost the opening round. Uh, they possibly could have. Yeah, but I will say this: Fruita impressed me. Yeah, did okay? they? They did. They played. They played well. Got behind early. Came back. Eagle Crest just too much for them. Uh, Sixty-one fifty-three. That's a one, the number one seed in six area. It was the number one seed yes. in six area. And, and then uh, Thun- Thunder Ridge. Uh, in overtime, beats Rock Canyon right out of the same league. Uh, Rock Canyon's coach, former assistant of Joe Ortiz at Thunder Ridge, former player at Thunder Ridge, you know, so they had great familiarity with each other. And then um, uh, last night, Smoky Hill uh, defeated, uh, let's see, a Mountain Vista had to think there for a minute, 63 to 62. Oh, 
Talk about tight games. Yeah, no uh, kidding. This yeah. is fun. I mean, playoff basketball is incredible. We're seeing the, the college basketball down the stretch. The Nuggets are hot right now. But our A1 Organics Game of the Week, game number one of two games this week, one thirty pregame scheduled as of right now with a 2 o'clock tip-off. Uh, Windsor taking on Lewis Palmer today. Uh, Bruce, what are we expecting out of this game? Uh, you know, just two really well-coached teams to begin with. Uh, Windsor has shown how uh, they have just really really played well as a team, have different guys they can go to. Of course, we, we know about Madden Smiley, the sensational sophomore, Johnny Reese, uh, ending his career at this state tournament as a senior who will attend Black Hills uh, University. Uh, Lewis Palmer has that great tradition. Uh, Joel Scott, CSU, Lewis Palmer graduate. Yeah. You know, just a lot of players throughout the years, and this team is very solid. Well, you will be on the call with Michael Spillin today. Uh, it's going to be a mad dash for you, Bruce, because you've got the show coming up. Great lineup on the show. You've got the Chassa Commissioner coming Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Mike's tremendous, and I'll tell you what, to put on the event like they do uh, at the Coliseum takes so much teamwork and building, and uh, he's just just the leader of the pack. Mike Kruger going to join you. And then, of course, long time. If you know anything about preps, you know Kevin Schaefer. He's going to be on your show as well today. He will be. Um, going to be fun. Is there anybody else that I'm I know we're going to just go over brackets remaining and uh, probably uh, probably spend a little more time with those two guys. Yeah, going to be a great show today. Look forward to the call this afternoon. Bruce Dick, thank you so much for everything you do. All right, fellas, it's been a week. Thank you to you two for helping throughout the course of the week. I'm going to take this weekend, get healed up, and we're going to hit it in rock next week we love you northern colorado and we're going to talk with you bright and early monday morning 6 a.m stay tuned for coach speak and the whole show and then our a1 organics game of the week we love you noco